All right, all right. Welcome to NFL Week 11 preview, college football free, free plays, joined by my good friend and expert, Mason Lundford. Mason, <laughs> I wouldn't say all that. Me. Mason, how's it's your week It's always been? fun. Uh, week's been good. Last week of college football right now. Oh, no, so. yeah, you're excited. You're excited. Wrapping I, that up. As you can see, me and him are both uh, Bostoned up. He's got his Pat jersey on ready for the game. I just kind of coincidentally wore this hat, so that means we're on the same page. It's going to be a great week. How was your week 10? It was rough. I'm not going to lie. It was the worst was week rough. I've had. Um, I went with a lot of spreads, a lot of favorited spreads, and it didn't really work out too well for me, so hopefully we'll bounce back, but I don't know. Yeah, we. I had another – like solid week of picks, but a, a losing week because I was overexposed to one team being the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. This is the third time this happened this year where I've had a solid week, but I just had too much liability to one team. And you live and you learn. And I don't know why I did that to myself because my mind is in the right spot. I'm picking good. I'm picking winners. I'm picking good, good, good picks. But being overexposed to one team, the Bucks last week. Uh, cost me. So hopefully it'll be another keep keep rolling. My head's in the right spot, like I'm saying, but I'll uh, bounce back. You ready to get into this week's slate? Yeah, let's go. All right, we'll start with uh, week 11. Kevin just walked in the door. What's up, Kevin? What's up? Uh, we walk, we'll start with uh, tonight's game. Patriots seven point favorites in Atlanta. You're a Patriots fan. Tell me about tell me about this game. I love it. I think the Pats are in a great spot. They're getting close to being able to control their own destiny. The AFC is so tight. They're half a game out of the AFC East. Um, and the Falcons are – they got rolled last week by the Cowboys. They're not showing any signs of speeding up, clicking, anything like that. Um, I think the Patriots cover here. I know it's prime time, tough spot to play, but I'm just confident with their defense. The offense is starting to click, and they're looking good. So I'm all on the pads here. Yeah, and the Patriots week after week are proving that they're still the Patriots. They're still going to be a contender in the AFC and going to be a problem. Um, we got a comment saying ATL. I don't hate that at all. I don't. I don't know if they're going to win, but I think this is going to be closer. I think this is going to be a close game. I will not be surprised at all if they cover. Um, Matt Ryan's a veteran quarterback. He's played the Patriots before in the past. I think this is a little bit of a get back a get back game from even from the Super Bowl 4 years ago. I think they still have revenge even though it's a different team. I think they're folk like want to beat the Patriots and I don't know if they will cuz this Patriots team, especially their defense, uh is legit and they're going to take away Kyle Pitts for sure. I already know they're going to do take away Kyle Pitts. So um if Atlanta's going to beat them, it's going to have to be Matt Ryan with uh a secondary receiver. There's no Calvin Ridley. There's uh it's going to be have to be What's his name? Russell Gage or that guy with a really long last name and the running back. So I think if, if Atlanta's gonna have to Atlanta's gonna have to do it with their secondary weapons, but I'm I'm expecting I'm expecting a tight game here. Um you ready to move on or you have any any other comments? No, let's go. All right. Uh Packers, one and a half point favorites, head to Minnesota. A bit of an overreaction, in my opinion, to the Vikings beating the Chargers. I mean, they're gonna be without Aaron Jones. But the Packers, week after week, are showing that they are complete. The defense is the best Green Bay defense I can remember in my lifetime. Um, what's your thoughts on this game? I agree with you. I think um, this spread's a little too close. I think it is just an overreaction to the Vikings. 
Um, I think the Packers do have the best defense probably that Aaron Rodgers has ever had. Um, I like them in the long haul, like just mm-hmm. off off track here for a second. But um, oh, I agree. back I to totally the game. Agree. Yeah, I like them here. Um, I don't see them having a problem covering this spread. It's a small spread. Um, not saying it won't be a close game. Probably will be. But Vikings, but Vikings love close games. Come, we know that. Top. Yeah, they always play close games, but I don't think the Packers are going to drop one to the Vikings here. Yeah, I think the Packers are win this game. I bet the Packers team total over 26 and a half. The Vikings defense is they win in high school, they win in shootouts. I know last week there was there was a little bit more low scoring with the Chargers, but it wasn't like low scoring. They did limit the Chargers offense, but I think Aaron Rodgers and the Packers will roll. They're inside. There's gonna be no weather issues. I think the Packers will be able to score more than 28 points or 26 and a half points and ultimately win this game in the end. All right, we'll move on to an AFC South showdown. Uh, Titans and the Texans. Titans are 10-point home favorites. What's your thoughts on this game? I don't know. This game is – like, I know the Texans are bad, and the Titans – it seems like they're just wishy-washy. I mean, without Derrick Henry, I I don't really think that they are what they were, obviously, but – this would be one of those ones where I wouldn't be scared to bet like Texans plus 10 here, even though it's in Tennessee, the Titans can win big, but I just think it'll be one of those like ugly type games ground and pound. And I feel like the Texans will cover this, but yeah, it will, it will be raining in Nashville this Sunday. So that's one reason I'm weird to lay the 10, but the thing that the thing that's cool, I'm liking about the Titans is they just got through a gauntlet. They just played, the Chiefs, the Colts, the Rams, the Saints, and the Bills. Five consecutive games and they won all of them. So now That's now great. now that now they go Titans, Patriots, Jags, Steelers, Niners, Dolphins, Texans. A lot easier than what they just played. A nice back so they, half for they sure. They got through the gauntlet of their of their schedule and now they're getting some more that easier. I mean they have like Patriots, Steelers, 49ers in there, but they got they're, they should be coasting to possibly a one seed in the AFC, which is which is huge this season because um, only one team gets to buy. So there's no room to let up for any team, especially if you're at the top, because there's a bunch of teams in the AFC that are right behind them. I don't think they will let up. I mean, 10 points is, is a divisional game. I'm not laying the 10 points, but I do think they're going to win. I do think I already have teased them down to pick them in a th- in a three point in a three team ten pointer, but that's all I have on them, nothing more. Um, but I do think they're going to win this game ultimately. Um, anything else in this game? Mm-mm. All right, uh, Niners six and a half point favorites head uh, across the country, head to Jacksonville. Um, off of a big win, off of a big Monday night win, not really a great spot for the 49ers. I definitely won't be laying them on the six and a half, but it doesn't mean I'm going to bet the Jaguars. But it's not the best spot for the 49ers. What are you thinking? I agree with you there. Um, like you said, they're coming off of a huge primetime win. but Blowout, a blowout too. Yeah. Um, but the Jags, I'm not saying like they're playing great football, but they've been in the past mm-hmm. few games they've played. So – like you said, I, I wouldn't lay this spread. Um, I mean, I'm not expecting the Jags to win, but I just yeah. I don't have the confidence in the Niners right now to 
lay a spread like that. Just right. So. I'm I'm not expecting the Jacks to win by any means, but I wouldn't be surprised if they really keep this close and cover like in the end. And yeah. is it is it a case of the 49ers like really being good, or is it a case of the 49ers and and Shanahan just having Sean McVay's number? The 49ers have lost eight straight home games before uh, Monday night, and the last two wins are the 40 are the Rams at home. And the like obviously the Rams are have been a good team. So maybe they just have their number. They beat the Rams five straight times. I mean, it's crazy, but that's it's real. So it's who knows? I, and the 49ers are going across across the West Coast. Not not the best spot. This is more of a pass, in my opinion. Uh I did think about teasing them down to a pick them, but like I don't I'm not gonna do it because I really do think the Jaguars are live here. I'm not yeah. I don't think they're gonna win, but I just I just pass. Definitely. All right, we'll move on to Baltimore off of an ugly Thursday night game. Head to Chicago, back-to-back road games. Um, this I feel like this is going to be a good game. What are you thinking? I think it'll be a good game. Um, the Bears are a feisty team, and the Ravens' defense is like – I don't know. They're in like a tough they're spot weird. right now. They haven't been playing too well, but then they'll show signs of just being dominant. So it's – I feel like you can't exactly trust the Ravens D right now. Um, the Ravens D is so weird, dude. It's it's it's, it's the opposite of bend but don't break. It's break but don't bend. They allow the big plays and then they stop. They stop them like to and they hold them to field. It's so weird. Like yeah. it's just, I don't know. They're they like show a, a lot of flashes of greatness. Yeah, but, um, I but do think the Ravens on, will come back though. What were you saying? I agree. I agree. I think dropping one to the Dolphins on Thursday night was was tough. It was almost. It was almost like a wake-up call that they didn't really know they needed, kind of. Mm-hmm. And I think this is going to trigger them. And, like, honestly, for the rest of the season, I think the Ravens are going to come de- uh, different. I think their defense is going to start playing well. Um, Lamar has been playing great, so I'm not really going to put it on him. But the offense as a whole, I think, is just going to try to slow it down a little bit and just play what they know. And I think this game is going to be a big game for them to – just show the league that they got they're they're woke, they're ready to yeah. go. So. I, this I feel like this is gonna be this is gonna be good all around. The, the Bears off of a game they probably should have won was that in Pittsburgh Monday night or Sunday night? What two weeks ago or something like that? Yeah. So uh, I thought about Ravens minus I had it at four and a half earlier. Ravens minus four and a half, but I'm passing that game. I do think they'll win though. Close game. Uh, low total. I expect this to be a grind both sides, but it's going to be an interesting one to watch and keep our eyes on because the Bears are pretty much out of the playoff picture, but they're going to keep playing. They have a rookie quarterback. They got a lot to play for down the road in Chicago. So, yeah, this is going to be a fun one. So we'll move on to another one that's it's, I think, expect to be a good game. Rematch of last year's AFC Divisional game, I believe. Divisional wasn't – yeah, I think it was the second round of the playoffs. Colts head to Buffalo. Buffalo's seven-point favorites. And off the glance, I think seven points is too much. Yeah, I I agree that seven points is too much. I mean, the Colts are, the Colts are a good football team. They don't lose – they don't get blown out. They don't, Every game yeah, they they're in is good. They've beat good teams – I mean, the Bills are the Bills. Like, they're probably the top team in the AFC right now if you really had to pick. Um, but like you said, this is going to be a great game. Um, I think the Bills come out on top, but not. I don't think they're covering a seven-point spread. Yeah, and 
like those teams that have the the Bills are very weird. They're very volatile. They can blow any team out, and they can keep any game really close and like lose. So I know it is in Buffalo. I don't think weather will be an issue off the top of my head, but I'll double check that. Um, but at the end of the day, I think Colts more of their defense than Carson Wentz keeps this within seven, keeps it tight. Wouldn't be surprised if they um, come out on top in Buffalo because they they should have won that game in the last year. I remember they had the ball at like second and second and goal at the one yard line and didn't score any points last year and they, they ended up losing by like three or four. So it's going to be close. I imagine um, we'll move on to the next game. This is basically a Carolina reunion. You got Cam, Cam Newton, Ron Rivera of Washington, a bunch of pa- old Panthers players that are now on the football team, all heading to Charlotte for a game, huge both teams coming off huge wins. Carolina blew out Arizona in Arizona. What football team beat the Bucks at home? And now they meet. I expect this game to be boring but exciting on the last drive. I I agree. I think it'll be like a slow game. Nothing crazy. Cam's starting though, isn't he? They were giving him most of the first Cam team is, reps. As of now, Cam is starting, I believe, yeah. So we don't know how that will go. Right. It I don't know how that'll go, but for K- if I'm Cam, I'm I'm coming out hot. Like I'm trying oh, to make yeah. plays. Um, the football team is very vulnerable without Chase Young. They just lost oh, yeah. the best player on their team. So I, a a minus three flat spread isn't as scary to me as like four and a half or something like that. I wouldn't be scared to lay this. Honestly, worst case scenario, you push maybe, but. I think it'll be a good game to watch. It'll be fun to watch Cam Newton back behind center for Carolina. So I'm excited for this, actually. Yeah, uh, Cam facing his old coach. It sh- it, sh- it should be good. And we never really we we haven't seen Cam in like fully in under the in, under Joe Brady, who came from LSU and was like his offensive guru. So I don't know. We don't know. Maybe Cam can get back to his old form. I mean, I hope. You know me. I'm a Panthers fan, and I'm a, yeah. a Cam hater. I'm not a hater, but I just don't see him being good. I would love him to be good. I root for him. I want him to be great, but I don't see it. I I think the Panthers will win this game, especially off of that really big – I think it was a bigger win from, for the football team than it was the Panthers because the Cardinals were without so many guys that it was yeah. like – it was what it was. But nonetheless, should be a good game. Excited to see. Panthers also control their own destiny. They are, I think, the seventh seed right now, and they have some winnable games. So, all right, we'll move on to Detroit coming off of a tie. Heads to Cleveland, going to be very, very windy. I think this is too many points. What are you thinking? 100% agree. I would bet Lions plus 11 outright. We, I think both of us had them as the underdog last week to beat the Steelers. Yeah. Um, the plus eight covered, but the yeah. tie is just funny. Like I find that hilarious that the Lions out of anyone tied the Steelers. Um, yeah. But yeah, this is way too many points. The Browns got blown out last week. They're they're just kind of all over the place right now, and the Lions have proven that they can stick with a good football team. So I like them plus eleven here. Yeah, I'm expect I'm expecting this to be a lot closer than the books in Vegas think. I mean, there's no I think are they still without Chubb? I'm not sure. 
But either way, Chubb's like question. He's questionable. He's questionable. Yeah, I think this is gonna be a, this is gonna be a closer game. The Lions are probably the best winless team through 10, 10 weeks that I've ever seen. Um, they're they have a huge question at quarterback, but Dan Campbell is very competent, and he's realizing which they didn't realize last year that you need to get the ball in the hands of your best player, DeAndre Swift, and he's they're doing that. He's getting a lot of touches, and he's making things happen as he should because he is a very good football player. And if they continue to keep feeding him, it'll open up. They got to be run first, even even run, even not even if it's run first, think first, then oh, it'll open up the deeper passing game. So if they can keep that going against obviously a really good Browns defense, but I think this will be a close game. I don't know if the Lions win. I think it'll be close. All right. You ready to move on to the next one? Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, next game, Dolphins off of a massive win, home against Baltimore, head to Jets. With Joe Flacco at quarterback, uh, what what's gonna happen here? Joe Flacco under center, I love it. I honestly, I think he's just, I think he's gonna do well. I think he, I think the Jets are gonna win this game. I don't like the Dolphins as a favorite here. No, um, I just don't like the Dolphins in general. But um, I know they're coming off a big home win, but in my opinion, it was more of a fluke game than anything so honestly i like the jets here but i think it'll be a funny game to watch yeah it'll probably I agree. Be an ugly game i agree that the dolphins did not beat the ravens last week the ravens beat themselves because especially offensively because yeah. if you, when we watched that whole game together that the ravens defense did awesome they literally did awesome i think the lions if they scored one touchdown offensively it was at the very end of the game they scored that like and they had that turnover that led to a touchdown or something like that the Ravens could not do anything on offense, and they just looked incompetent. They looked like they didn't know what they were doing from the play-calling point of view. So I would love to see Joe Flacco do well. He's a Jersey guy. He, uh, I, I love Joe Flacco. I've always loved him. I love him when he was on the Ravens. I always like to root for him. So this is going to be a fun one to watch. It might actually not be a fun one to watch, but see some highlights of. And uh, hopefully I would like to see the Jets come out on top. But I am not touching this game betting-wise. No All right. Uh, weird game. Saints head to Philadelphia. I don't even know what to make of the Saints. Week in, week out, they're a different team. I know they don't have Trevor Simeon. I mean, they have Trevor Simeon, who's looked okay at times. But um, they head to Philly, who is looking okay. Also, this is a weird game. Both of these teams look wishy-washy each week. What do you think? It is It is a weird game. Um, Eagles are coming off a big win on the road in Denver. And then – the Saints dropped a close one. So they're both kind of playing almost at the peaks of where they can be. Saints without yeah. like Jameis. Um, and Kamara. Yeah, is he still out? I, as of now, I think he is, but I'm not sure of his status right now. I'll look. It, if he is out, I like the Eagles here. Just strictly almost because of home field advantage. Like playing in Philly's tough, atmosphere is tough. And when a Philly teams playing good in Philly. I feel like the home field advantage there is super impactful. So I I like them here if Alan Kamara is not playing. Yeah, he didn't practice today, so that's obviously not a great sign for Kamara. And yeah. like we said with Swift, um, like for the for the Lions, the Eagles have looked awesome the past two weeks. And if you look at the fantasy rankings, I know fantasy does. I mean, it does. Fantasy does matter. 
fan, the number one fantasy receiver the last two weeks is Devontae Smith. And that it is, it is touchdown reliant because he has what I think he has three touchdowns, but they're getting him the ball. And he's obviously an amazing player, and you got to get your best players the ball. They're getting the ball to Devontae Smith. They're winning games and looking a lot better. So, uh, yeah, especially if there's no Kamara. I know the Saints defense is, is elite. They're really good. But um, if Hurst can just be okay, it doesn't have to be great, be okay, I think they could be enough for them to pull off the win. And I feel like it I feel like it seems like it would be an upset, but, like, they're favorites, and they should. I feel like they should win at home. But I'm not going to yeah. touch this game. Most likely. Fair enough. All right. Uh, weird game. Cincinnati Bengals, who are on a downward slope right now, head to Vegas, who's also on a downward slope. A lot going on in the Vegas organization from coaches to players. It's just been a mess. And I'm happy. I mean, I'm not happy that it's happening, but I'm happy that it was happening last week because I unloaded on the Chiefs and cashed easily. Um, so oh what do you think? It ha- what do you think happens here? I feel like the they feel like the wrong team's favorite in my opinion, but I kind of like I agree that I feel like the wrong team's favorited, but I think the Raiders getting blown out last week by what was a struggling Chiefs team kind of just brought their stock down a little bit, maybe. And the Bengals are coming off a bye, if I'm if I'm um they are correct. So I mean a one point spread, it's pretty much just any team can win it, and that's what I think it is. I think it'll just be whatever team comes out and plays better football, which could be the Bengals coming off a bye, but like could be the Raiders, like could be the Raiders getting blown out, coming back, bouncing back at home. So I don't know what to think of this game. Well, what you just said perfectly leads into my next point. I think both of these teams will and need to come out hot. I played the first half over twenty four and a half. I've had I I see that more like it should be twenty eight and a half. So I, I did the first half over 24 and a half and I teased the over in a teaser. I liked I liked this over too, 50 and a half, but the first half over just was a better number and I think both of these teams come out hot. So um I'm not really I'm not gonna pick a side because I wouldn't be surprised if this goes either way, but I'm riding the over. Yeah. I don't really I don't really ever play totals. I'm not really a totals guy, but I did play the first half to, uh, over here. I like that. All right, we'll uh, move on to could be the game of the week, could be the game of the year. Cowboys head to Chiefs, who are two-and-a-half-point favorites. Um, If this was in Dallas, I feel like it'd just be two-and-a-half-point favorites for Dallas. I feel like this is just home field advantage, which is why they're the favorite. Maybe like one-and-a-half was in Dallas. But um, either team wins this game. The Chiefs showed la- – the Chiefs looked like the Chiefs last week, and I and you saw it from the first drive. They looked like the Chiefs. And I knew as soon as that happened, I was watching it, in, I was watching it and I was like – Okay, this I already got the vibe. I live bet him, and I live bet him heavily last week because I I just got the vibe. It was different than we've seen all last week. But the Cowboys, yeah. who I liked from week one, um, are proving to be one of the best teams in the NFL. I think if they played the Bucks again, like this week, they'd beat the Bucks. Um, but which they didn't week one. But um, yeah, this is gonna be a good game. What are you thinking? I agree with you. I, this has the potential to be like game of the year. Cowboys are arguably the most consistent team in football. They had a rough week, uh, dropping one of the Broncos, which is so fine. Every team does. Mm -hmm. Um, but last week was definitely such a confidence boost for the Chiefs. Like they needed the one game. We've been saying it every week. The one one game is all they need. I think everyone on that team 
got their swagger back. And oh, I think I think like, Patrick Mahomes is gonna do it again. You know, like you just you walk around with a, a different attitude when you're playing good football. But I think it'll be a great game. But I I do like the Chiefs at home here. Yeah, I'm I'm hoping for a shootout. What I did in this game was I don't really often oh, yeah, do this. I'd be a all right. Keep I going. I did the uh, six point teaser Dallas plus eight and a half with the um with the over. So, I like that. I like the over in this game. It'll yeah. def- It has to be a shootout. Because the I, only I, way I really the, the only way the Cowboys stay in this game is if they score points. Oh yeah, 100%. and the Chiefs and defense is not nothing. Right. So what was huge last week was uh, Deshaun Jackson fumbling because remember uh, they were driving and Deshaun Jackson caught like a 30 yard pass over the middle. Could have scored like literally made a move and scored, but the ball got punched out and Chiefs recovered and that really flipped the game. So I don't really see more of the Chiefs defense stopping this offense. So I think this is going to go back and forth. I, uh, Hopefully, I think eight and a half points is going to be safe. I think there's going to be a close like shootout. That. Yeah, anything um, else in this game? No. All right, we'll move on to the final four o'clock game. Cardinals, I'm expecting Kyler to come back, head to Seattle, and it's now or never for the Seahawks. They're three and six. They still the, – the bottom half of the NFC is wide open. They, they, still, can, they still can do it. Cardinals have lost two out of three, but they're getting their guy back in Kyler Murray. I'm not sure about D-Hop. I'm pretty sure Kyler's coming back. He said he controls his own destiny in his last press conference. But so and I feel like they were saving he was saving himself and they were saving him for this week because they thought they would yeah. just beat the Panthers easily. So what do you what do you what are you thinking here? Um, I like what you said about the Seahawks. Like it's almost an hour and never. If they want to make a solid playoff push. This would be the game to turn it around. Um, I think this would be the type of game that Russell Wilson would have to perform well, gain some confidence back, and take that into the back half of the season. Um, But if Kyler comes back, you know, it's almost the same thing for him. You know, he's got to find his groove again. Being out for two weeks, that's tough. It's tough to come bounce back right away and play at the level that you were playing before. So, um you know, I, I don't I don't know what to think of this game. It all depends on quarterback play for both teams. Yeah. So I, I, I wouldn't put anything on it, but it comes down to who whatever quarterback comes out. Yeah, so what I better. did here was was risky, but because Kyler's status is still uncertain, but I whatever team comes out hot, I expect both of them to come out hot. And then answer bait off that. I took the Cardinals first half team total over 12 and a half. One, the number I feel like is too low. It's pretty and low. Two, I feel like both of these offenses can score fast. So if one scores, I feel like the other one can score fast. But I think the Cardinals will score at least 13, 14 points in the first half, especially with Kyler. And I don't hate this over 48 at all. I didn't play it, but I don't hate it at all. Yeah. But besides that, I wouldn't really, wouldn't really touch a side. Because I couldn't see it going either way. Agreed. All right, we'll head on to Sunday Night Football. Steelers head – I don't well, – I wish this wasn't a Sunday Night Football game. But Steelers head to L.A. and face the back-and-forth Chargers who are five-and-a-half-point favorites. What's your thoughts here? You know, 
Uh, I think for a Sunday night game, that's too many points. Um, looking at how the Chargers have been playing, um, I don't think they're going to come out and blow up the scoreboard. The Steelers' defense is good. Chargers haven't been playing well. And the Steelers have been playing good enough to stay within five and a half points. I feel like they're a gritty team as it is. So I don't like the Chargers covering. I think, I mean, I think they can win, but yeah, I don't know if I don't like the spread here. I, yeah, I, I don't, I probably will pass this game completely. The Chargers are a volatile team. They have the capability to go crazy and blow teams out. But they also have the ability to like, like the Bills. they have the ability to play teams really close, but Chargers are going to be without Minka, I believe. And their, their secondary is kind of, kind of hurt. It's, it's the D line that does it for the, and the linebackers that do it for the Steelers. So I don't know what to make of this game. I could really see it going either way. More than likely will be a pass, but I got two days to think it, think it over more. But as of now, I don't really have too much conviction either way on this side. All right, we'll move to Monday night football. It's going to be an emotional one. Tom Brady faces his one of his least favorite teams, but probably one of his most respected teams. He faces the Giants, head back home off of two straight losses plus a bye. I think it's time for the Bucks to figure figure it out. Yeah, it's a big like big bounce back spot for the Bucks, dropping two in a row. I mean, they got they got to keep rolling because I mean, no spot in the NFL is guaranteed right now. Um, right. So they got to get it going, but I don't know if you saw the stuff that just like came out about AB. AB, yeah. And I mean. I don't know as of now if that's gonna like play any role into his playing Status. on Sunday, but if it does, I think that's tough because the Giants, the Giants' defense isn't bad. No, um, I don't know. I think they'll struggle to score points, but um, eleven points is a lot of points. Um, yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't like betting on a on a. 11 point spread here. I think it'll be like a decent Especially game. It's, pri- it's prime time too. So they're, they've been exactly. Close. Yeah. And I, uh, what were you saying? I was just saying that there's a potential for the bucks to continue to kind of play a little bit of a lackluster offensive game. So I don't know. Yeah. Like you say, the giants defense being good and they could struggle on offense. I looked at the totals, the team total bucks team total was 31 and a half. And I'm scared. I would be scared of that hook, honestly, because, it's it's a key number. Thirty one's a key number. So I mean, but it's it, the past few weeks before their slump, it's been like thirty three and a half, thirty five and a half, and it's it, they've it's been hitting. But uh, it's been struggling recently. Well, I remember we talked last week, and I said I had a big play. I was going Bucks first half minus five. Obviously, that didn't hit. They look like shit against the Redskins. But I'm going right back to the well. Bucks first half minus six and a half. Look like I think. I think they got to come out really hot, and I think they will. They have the best quarterback of all time in the locker room, and he—you know—when he gets down, he doesn't—he doesn't mess around. I think they're going to come out hot again against a team that is feisty and they play good on the road. The Giants, but I—they are head and shoulders more talented and better than them. So I'm hoping to Bucks will come out hot and have a nice halftime lead. Yep, I agree. All right, so that is the entire slate. I have three college football plays, and these are 
the hottest things on Twitter right now. They just have won the past like four weeks, I think. So first one we will get into is Washington State team total over 34 and a half. That's actually tomorrow night. So get that in soon. It's two unit play. They play at home against Arizona. And ever since the Washington State football team has fired their coach for not getting vaccinated, they have been a new team. They have been firing on all cylinders. Uh, they upset the team two weeks ago, and they won last week. And they're playing Arizona, one of the worst teams, definitely the worst team in the Pac-12, top 10 worst team in college football maybe. Um, 34 and a half is not enough points, I feel like, at home. I feel like they keep rolling, and I also like the spread here, but um, I'm going to take the team total. I think this is a good number. Uh, next game I had is UAB plus four and a half, and UAB is playing the darling of America, UTSA. They are ranked in the top twenty-five. Everyone wants them to rank be ranked higher. They're one of I think two or three undefeated teams left, but UTSA has not played anyone as good as this UAB team yet. I think UAB can win this game outright on the road, but I will take the four and a half points. And my final free play is LSU laying thirty at home. Versus Louisiana Monroe, who just about maybe the one of the worst, actually one of the worst teams in college football. I don't know why, but these SEC schools play like like random teams like in the middle of November every single year. Alabama just played New Mexico State last week. Tennessee plays New Mexico State this week, and although these SEC schools do this in November. I really don't know why. It's kind of like they have like it's like a mini buy. But they just roll them. Uh, I don't think 30 is enough. I think uh, LSU won by 40, 45 plus. So that's the three college football free plays. Uh, went through the entire NFL slate. You have any questions? Feel free to DM us. Anything else you got like to add, Mace? Yeah, low key. Just um, I I don't. I'm not like a big college football guy. I don't get to watch it. But um, I looked at the slate. You got Michigan State at Ohio State. It's a 19 point spread and. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that's like a valid spread or not. I wanted to just ask you about it because I feel like you know, but Ohio yeah, State's was, favored by 19 against Michigan State, and it's like a top also, 10 matchup. They were favored by 19 or 18 against Penn State too. It's because it's at Ohio State. Penn State ended up covering that game when I bet Penn State. I What I'm doing for this game, I didn't put it in yet. But I do think Michigan State will cover. But I'm I'm betting Ohio State team total under 43 and a half. Ohio State is one of the best offenses in the country, but and they could score. They scored 50 plus la, or 45 plus last week against Purdue. But Michigan Michigan State has a pretty solid defense and a lot better than Purdue. I don't think they're going to score 43 and a half. And I like the number. If they score 42, that's fine. So. Um, yeah, that's what I that's what I bet forty under forty three and a half. Um, Michigan State has to basically win out if they want to do anything exciting at the end of the season. So they're going to be playing really hard. I would lean them to cover, but Ohio State is getting better and can score at will. But their problem is they can't stop anyone, and uh, Kenneth Walker and this Michigan State offense yeah. are solid. So I'm I would def, I definitely like the spread, but I'm going to go with the Ohio State team total under. I like that game just stood out to me, so yeah. just wanted to bring it up. Yeah. So, um, yeah, that's anything. That's everything. If you have any questions, yep. feel free to DM us. Mason, thank you for joining me again. And I'll always talk a to you good soon. time, bro. Yep. Yes, sir.